Welcome to the Healing Place Church devotional podcast. Join us Monday through Friday for a new daily devotional each day from the Healing Place Church pastors and staff. We hope this podcast will help you grow in your faith and will be a blessing and a resource to you as you pursue God daily. Hi, church. I'm Colleen, and it's so exciting to get to share with you today. I am really excited about this chapter we're reading. It's out of Exodus 18. And I just love this story. It really gives a glimpse into Moses' relationship with his family. And so if you get a moment today, I'm going to encourage you to read the whole chapter, Exodus 18. It is a powerful story about inviting others into your world to offer maybe a different perspective or some advice on the journey. But before reading the scripture, I want to give you a little context about what's happening in the story, what the situation is. So basically, Jethro, Moses' father-in-law, sends to Moses that he is coming to visit with Moses' wife and kids who are with his father-in-law in Midian. So basically, Moses is on a work trip in the wilderness leading the people out of Egypt. And so Jethro comes and he spends the night listening to Moses share all the miraculous wonders and moments that God has brought them through. You know, the parting of the Red Sea, getting them out of Egypt, just all the miracles that God's done. And Jethro is listening to Moses in this. So Jethro makes an offering and then they have a sacrificial meal together with all the people there. And it's such an awesome night. And then the next morning, Moses gets up and goes to work. And he brings his father-in-law to work with him, maybe to show off what he's doing, just a proud, this is what I do each day. You have to remember, Moses is in his 80s. He's a man of God. He's led the people out. And his father-in-law is coming, the father-in-law that he spent 40 years in Midian with, escaping from the Egyptians. And he is now with him at his workday, at his regular duties. And so Jethro is watching what Moses is doing all day. And so we pick up in Exodus 18, verse 19, when Jethro is about to give some advice based on what he sees. You see, Moses is sitting before the people, offering advice and wisdom to them about all their situations, about all their problems. And Jethro looks at him and says this, now listen to me, verse 19, and let me give you a word of advice and may God be with you. You should continue to be the people's representative before God, bringing their disputes to him. Teach them God's decrees and give them his instructions. Show them how to conduct their lives. But select from all the people some capable, honest men who fear God and hate bribes. Appoint them as leaders over groups of 1,150 and 10. You see, Moses had led the people out of Egypt. God had shown up, he'd done all these miracles, he destroyed Pharaoh's army, and it seems like it should be smooth sailing in the wilderness. But when you have a lot of people, you got a lot of problems, amen? With great opportunity comes great responsibility. So Moses had a huge duty. He had to handle the disputes of the people. What do you do when you feel overwhelmed by the assignment God's giving you? You've received finally what you've been praying for, maybe that job or that opportunity, but you don't know how to maintain it. It makes me think about when I first had my first child and we were in the hospital and we were being um, sent out of the hospital to go home with our kids. And I looked at the nurse and I said, are you sure you want to do this? You know, I've never raised a kid before and you're just entrusting her to me. We've never been parents. It's the assignment I've prayed for. I've always wanted to be a mom. And yet I was overwhelmed, not knowing, not feeling equipped at what I was supposed to do with this little person. So what do you do when you feel overwhelmed? All these people had problems and Moses is trying to act as a judge for them. His intentions were good, but it was wearing him out. And his father-in-law noticed. You see, the Bible tells us that he would spend all day settling disputes. I think about these different moments in my life when God blessed me with something that equally overwhelmed me. 
motherhood does that every day. You know, I think about, I graduated college and I became a teacher at 21 and I was teaching kids that were 17. I mean, four years younger than me. And I looked to other principals and teachers like, are you sure that you know what you're doing? I don't know what I'm doing here. I was overwhelmed and felt overwhelmed and ill-equipped, but God entrusted me with that assignment. I so love and value this father-in-law's advice. You know, I think about when my dad passed. The Lord was so gracious to surround me with godly men to offer wisdom and support. My father-in-law stepped in and had been such a blessing to me, and I was grafted in as his daughter. I think about different moments along our journey when I was overwhelmed and I called my father-in-law and asked him for wisdom in my own life. And I can totally imagine him saying something like this to me, just thinking, wow, you are going to drown in this assignment. This is going to overwhelm you. You know, I think about Proverbs 20, verses 29. It says, the glory of the youth is their strength, but the gray hair of experience is the splendor of the old. So my first question to you is, maybe it's not your dad, but who are the gray hairs that you go to for advice? Who are the people that are ahead of you in the journey that you look to and you say, you know what, you have the authority, you have the relationship to speak into my life. Not for you just to hear their advice, but to listen to their advice, to really take heed of it and realize that they have lived it and you can learn from them. Who are the people that have authority and relationship to speak into your life? That's my question today. Who are those that are older than you, that maybe are ahead of you on the journey that you can listen to? You know, people who have been through it are, are available to share their story and their journey through it. So then I think about this. Sometimes this task is going to be bigger than you. If you're going to do something for God, you're going to need some help. Moses' father-in-law, Jethro, gave that advice. He saw what was happening. And he said, don't do this alone. Get help. It's never wrong to ask for help. And in fact, as believers, we are called to do life together with one another. We're a body of Christ, which means that we rely on one another to live out our full potential. Moses' father-in-law, Jethro, is offering a new perspective. He's telling him, you're going to lose your mind. You're at your wit's end, so snap out of it, and here's something you could do. Get help. The truth is, God might give you more than you can handle, but he won't give you more than he can handle. That when you place it in his hands, when you surround yourself with a body of believers who can help you, he will equip you and he will surround you with help. You know, I think about when I stepped into this role of getting to help serve with Healing Place College, I was overwhelmed and felt underqualified and I don't like asking for help. So you know what I did? I started praying, Lord, put people around me who will offer to help, who will just come and be there. And I was just in awe of the way he responded. I mean, I had these men and women that came in that would offer me wisdom and advice that would serve alongside of me, that really helped me in skills and areas that I'm lacking that they are strong in. What an awesome opportunity to help them to live out their full potential and to make a space for others to help you in the journey. So my next question is, what is wearing you out and how can you get help? You know, I listened to this quote that said that really out of the 100% of your responsibility, there's only about 20% that only you can do. The other 80% you can ask for help for. I alone can be Rob's wife or my kid's mom, but there's other responsibilities that I can have help with. So whatever's wearing you out, who can you ask for help? You don't have to do it alone. Who do you have coming alongside you to help in that journey? My last thought is this, that Moses wasn't just delegating responsibility, he was raising up new leaders. 
And what an awesome moment that when we raise up new leaders, we help them to step into their potential and it gives us margin to do other new things. You see, even good things can keep you from great things and it can keep others from stepping into their things. So don't do it alone. Take others with you on the journey. Jethro shares this awesome hope in verse 23. He says, if you listen to me, you can use this advice and you will endure pressures and you will go in peace. That if you get help from those around you, if you realize that you don't have to do it alone, that then when you get that help, you'll be able to endure more pressures of life and that you will live in peace. What a great promise. What a great thought. You know, I have to tell you, if you continue reading, chapter 19 is awesome to see that what, what that promise, what that delegation, what that opportunity to share with others invites Moses into. You see, when Moses allowed other people into the journey, when he gave these responsibilities of settling disputes to others, that only he had to handle the big issues and they could handle the small ones, it gave margin in his life for in verse 19, for him to experience the presence of God that he went to Mount Sinai and had the moment to experience God's presence because he wasn't so busy that he couldn't have time for God. You know, sometimes we get so busy that we miss God in our activity, that we, we don't make room for God's presence. But when you have others to help you on the journey, it creates space and time for you to experience God's presence and hear his voice more clearly. So my last question is, who can you select and appoint? Who can come alongside you that you can share with and disciple so they can live out their purpose and so you can make time to experience God's presence? Who is doing that with you? So again, these three questions. The first one is, who are the gray hairs that you go to for wisdom? Who are the people that are coming alongside you and offering wisdom in their journey? What is wearing you out and how can you get help? What areas can you delegate to others? And the last question is, who can you share and disciple your life with so they can live out their purpose and you can experience God's presence? These are great questions to think about today. Maybe you are overwhelmed in the assignment God's giving you. And it's not that he hasn't given it to you. He just wants you to share it with others around you so that you can experience more of his presence. What a great chapter. What a great story. Exodus 18. Go back and read the whole thing. But let's go ahead and pray together. Heavenly Father, thank you. Thank you that you've placed us in a community of believers. God, not just so that we can do life next to each other, but so that we can do life with each other, with you at the very center. That these are people like our small group, like our community of believers, like our family, that we can look to for advice, that we can listen to because they are ahead of us on the journey. Thank you for parents, for in-laws, for family members, for those who have gone before us. God, I pray that we wouldn't just hear their advice with our ears, but we would really listen, that we would lean in, that we would learn from, and that we would go further because of the advice that we've taken from others. God, help us. Surround us with people who can help us in the journey, who can take some of the weight and the responsibility off, and they can live out their purpose, that we can make space at the table for them so that we can grow and experience God at a deeper level. We want a deeper relationship with you, and that means setting aside time to experience your presence, to put aside the busyness and the activity of life so that we can sense your presence and more clearly hear your voice. Help us to do that today. Thank you for your word that comes alive in our lives. We love you, Jesus, and we want to look to you more and more each day. We want to hear your word, and God, we know that as we walk with others, 
we're going to walk towards you, Jesus. Thank you that you didn't do it alone, that you gathered disciples, that you invited us into the journey to make disciples of all nations. And God, we are honored and we're thankful to be part of this assignment. And we love you and we give you all the glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Have a wonderful day, church. Thank you for listening. Take a moment to subscribe so you don't miss any of the daily devotionals and be sure to share with your friends. For more information about HPC, visit healingplacechurch.org.